With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Ranger Ryan Show. Some movies are not as timeless as others, right? Some movies don't really leave a lasting impression on people. And they don't really have the same kind of impact on the culture that others have, especially the ones I've talked about. Um, You know, and I talked about, uh, there's a lot of movies I um, think that I liked from the 90s that, you know, they probably don't hold up as much, uh, but Death Becomes Her is one of those movies where I just kind of, I don't know, I just, it's probably, it's one of my favorite Cody Hahn films, if that helps. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite Meryl Streep films, maybe in the top 10 for Bruce Willis, I'm not sure. Ah, oh, but it's such a good movie, it's so funny. Um, so Death Becomes Her, according to Wikipedia, okay, is a satirical comedy fantasy film. So I win because I I made a list of um, movies I wanted to talk about. And unfortunately, some I find out are not labeled fantasy, so they are taken off. Uh, one in particular, which is actually directed by the same director of Death Becomes Her, which I, I'll talk about briefly, because I am very upset that it's not part of the fantasy genre, apparently. Or this is, apparently. The film Death Becomes Her is... It wasn't It wasn't a very um, big hit with the critics. And I don't know yet, but I'm assuming it, uh, it continues to not be a big hit. Uh, did gross $149 million worldwide on a $55 million budget which is very successful uh, in comparison to the last film we talked about, uh, to think that Willy Wonka made a million and this made a hundred million is, is odd, is odd to think about. Uh, but it did win, you know, it was uh, pioneering for its uh, CG effects. 
and it went on to win uh, the Academy Award for Best Visual Effects. Now, if you don't know the story, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, we have um, kind of uh, uh, a story of two women, played by Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn, uh, who fight for the affections of the same man, Bruce Willis, and they drink a magic, magic, keyword, magic potion uh, that promises eternal youth but causes unpleasant side effects. And those side effects are, um, you know, you, immortality. And, you know, this is really one of the films that tackles immortality as a bad thing. Uh, but it does in a different route where, you know, if you get uh, um, a shotgun blast to the stomach, it will create a hole and you'll still be fine. Uh, but you will, in fact, have a hole in your stomach for uh, the rest of your eternal life. Before Bruce Willis was cast, however, uh, there were three actors that were set up for the role. Uh, but, uh, you know, Bruce Willis was the fourth choice. And the character is kind of a, you know, Dr. Um, Ernest Menville is uh, kind of an odd Bruce Willis character. He's very kind of just like nervous. And um, it's a very different role uh, for Bruce Willis to play. Uh, but I think it actually made it funnier in a way, just because he was kind of a, I wouldn't even really consider him an action hero, but I mean, he wasn't necessarily the the fidgety kind of um, nervous character that he plays in this ever. So Kevin Klein was the first choice. And I can actually see, you know, we've talked about how we haven't uh, been able to visualize different actors in different roles. And I've, I've done this throughout the podcast. And this is one where the role of Dr. Menville is not really important to the film. Uh, and I do think all the characters, maybe, maybe, most of the characters chosen prior to Bruce Willis would have been, would have been great. Uh, Kevin Klein is one of those actors that I believe would have been able to play this role very well uh, because we've seen him play characters like this before, uh, but he fell out of the project due to a pay dispute with the studio. Uh, prior to casting Bruce Willis, Jeff Bridges was also considered for the role. I could see that, absolutely. And Nick Nolte. I cannot see that. Let me be 100% clear. I could not see Nick Nolte in this role. Uh, but for some reason, Bruce Willis worked, and he was willing to do it, which I think worked out. I really do. I think um, I think it's good to show a little bit of range. You know, he had a a lot of uh, a lot of different types of emotions portrayed in this. Very, you know, the character is just kind of freaked out all the time, uh, kind of constantly nervous, and I think. I think it played well, and I think he did a great job. Uh, but again, he is not the star of Death Becomes Her. Uh, the stars are Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn, who, you know, they're they're great at what they do. And uh, if any film really shows comedy for those two actresses, I think this is this is probably your your best bet. Uh, Death Becomes Her opened at number one at the box office uh, with $12 million plus. Uh, they, it did open the same weekend as Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Is that a fantasy? Can I do that one? 
Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Bebe's Kids, which I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, I've seen Bebe's Kids more times than any movie I've talked about uh, on this podcast so far, <laughs> except for maybe Mrs. Doubtfire in previous seasons. I love that movie. I wonder if it's available streaming anywhere because now that I know that it opened the same weekend, that is amazing. All right. Uh, Baby's Kids is amazing. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to get out on a tangent, uh, but maybe, no, see, look, I'm looking at Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It is a comedy horror film. So it is not a fantasy. I won't be able to talk about it. The other Robert Zemeckis film, which I thought would be okay to talk about, on the podcast would be who framed Roger rabbit, uh, which is considered a live action animated comedy mystery, according to Wikipedia. So it is not fantasy enough, which means I will not be talking about it. I have to take it off my list. Uh, I just found that out doing this, uh, this broadcast. So that's a little depressing, but Robert Zemeckis, I mean, you know, he really came to, um, Popularity with Romancing the Stone, which actually I don't really care for. Um, you know, I've seen Romancing the Stone more than once, and it's just not a not not my favorite film of his. Um, obviously, Back to the Future trilogy being um, some of his greatest work. Uh, Death Becomes Her, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, uh, Forrest Gump. Never heard of it. Um, I'm sure it's something. Just kidding. Uh, but, you know, when you look at his films, you know, like his, his way of doing kind of comedy, um, and kind of, I, I appreciate it. You know, it's, uh, it's not direct in your face comedy. And I think death becomes her is actually a great example of kind of just a very dark style of comedy, but it's, it's brilliant. And if you have not seen Death Becomes Her, please do. Please do. Because it has a 54% uh, rating on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> so that should that should sell you right there. Um, and that number, the 54%, uh, I think it's actually gone down. Um, if I look at... You know, we'll go to it live here on the air. Uh, rated PG-13. The kids were not able to watch it. Obviously, it's not... Uh, it's not appropriate. Um, so this is something that I just rewatched by myself. Yeah, 54%. 54%, 61% uh, audience score, which it's definitely a 6 out of 10 film because it's it's funny. Comedies, comedies always get low scores. And I, I really don't understand that because, you know, I, I don't like seeing comedies in the theater. Um it's never been some. I, I'm fine with the drive-in, but they just never get any kind of respect. And it's uh, comedy is a is an art form just as much as a dramatization of something. But for some reason we got a lot of rotten reviews to read here. Woo, doggies. Okay. New York Magazine quote: The target of the movie's jokes is female vanity, but since Zemeckis exhibits not a trace of affection for the actresses or for any of the men either. One feels humiliated merely watching his crude, spirited wit. Wow. Wow. Okay. 
Interesting. Orlando Sentinel, quote, This new horror comedy has to be one of the most heartless mainstream pictures ever made. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Chicago Reader, quote, If there were something resembling genuine satire of human behavior beyond the simple pretext for fancy special effects and relentless sadism, I might have found some of this funny. Okay. All right. Wow. Oh, my. This is getting rough. LA Times, quote, An elaborate piece of work with more than a little on its nasty mind, death, finally falls flatter than many a less ambitious film. Proof once again that just because an idea is audacious doesn't necessarily mean it's good. All right. Time Magazine, quote, Meryl Streep shines in a glitzy black comedy, but it's still she-devil with a makeover. And we'll go to Entertainment Weekly, quote, The trouble with Death Becomes Her isn't that its comic vision is too dark, but that it has no shadings, no acerbic acerbic glee. You know, if I can get through one show without looking up an adjective... Ah, acerbic. I pronounced it correctly, and it just means sarcastic. Okay. (laughs) Jeez. With no sarcastic glee. Okay. I think there's plenty of sarcastic glee. Acerbic glee. This is an acerbic podcast. Uh, It's spelled A-S-C-E-R-B-I-C. Very acerbic show today. Variety quote, Mordant. Daring and way, way out there. Death Becomes Her is a very dark comedy that yields far more strange fascination than outright laughs. You kind of have to be in um, like a Home Alone kind of uh, mentality of violent humor uh, to find joy in this. Uh, And I guess that's really just my kind of Tom and Jerry upbringing where it's okay. Uh, so maybe that's maybe that's the disconnect here. Um, maybe. I don't know. New York Times, quote, Although the familiar jauntiness and energy of Mr. Zemeckis's direction are always there, the viewer has too many occasions to wonder why those fine qualities aren't somewhere else. Like meaning on a different film set or what are they implying there? What are what are they, what are they trying to say? What are they trying to say? I don't get it. All right, we'll do one pot, one or two pot. We'll do two positive. Empire Magazine quote: Both leading ladies display great willingness to send up themselves and Hollywood. And Willis's quiet, nervous breakdown showcases his previously unguessed at comic skills. His previously unguessed at comic skills. He was in Moonlighting. You know, blind dates. I mean, these are. These are comic skill-based films. Um, no, I've always seen him as a comedic actor, um, so I'm not sure what movies Empire Magazine has watched. I guess they just watched Die Hard, followed up by Death Becomes Her. Austin Chronicle, quote, In the self-obsessed world of Death Becomes Her, a world not too far removed from the real one, living well is not the best revenge, but a nip and a tuck, maybe. We'll do one more. BBC.com, quote, 
It's a clumsy but nonetheless amusing satire on the desperation of the beauty-obsessed movie industry. One more, Washington Post quote, Zemeckis, who took us back to the future thrice, directs this technically complicated, stylishly imaginative extravaganza with the sure hand of Dr. Menville before he got into scotch. Yes, he does become a, a drinker, and he he does he he has a hard life. He has a hard life, um, but I would say the women after him have a harder life because theirs is eternal. Great ending too. I love the end of that movie. Uh, it's it's good. It's good. So if you haven't seen it, come on, watch watch. Stay tuned. Watch Death Becomes Her. Watch all the obscure things I'm talking about. And they're not that obscure. I mean, this is an award-winning film. But I do think these are movies that people, different generations, definitely don't know about. Um, I guarantee my co-host knows nothing about this film. And it's, uh, you know, just one of those one of those movies that I love, and I hope that you give a chance to, because it deserves it. It's so funny. Um, in my opinion, it's funny. All right, well, until next time, thank you for listening, as always. And uh, until we meet again, please, please be well.